0: Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. The Florida Gators 2024 Transfer Portal class is wrapped up, and I gotta say... I love the approach to defense. We're going to talk about it here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day, we are available daily and free. Revise in the podcast. Happy Thursday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at wns underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Giants Country and NFL 33. Today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. And right now, new customers join today, and you'll get two. Hundred dollars in bonus bets. If your first bet of five dollars or more wins, visit fanduel.com/slash locked on to get started. And today we're talking about this Florida Gators Transfer Portal class, the incoming transfer portal class. Obviously, not gonna don't care about the guys that left. Now talking about the guys that left. And I will also say this: I'm not talking about Jameer Grimsley in this transfer portal class. I understand that he is technically. Part of the transfer portal class, but he was on Alabama's campus for a cup of tea, pretty much, and that was it. And then he was gone. Um, it, it was just semantics, really. But he's part of the high school class, if you're asking me. So I'm not including Jameer Grimsley when we're talking about the 2024 transfer portal class. I gotta say, I think the biggest offensive addition, Brandon Crenshaw Dixon. Like, can you even really make an argument? I know that there are people who. Want to say Devin Manuel because he's coming from an SEC program and he does have starting experience there. Um, We'll talk about him a little bit later, but for me, it has to be Brandon Crenshaw Dixon, just San Diego State offensive tackle, starter on both sides of the ball or both sides of the line at left tackle and right tackle during the 2023 season. And I mean, it can't be overstated enough how much poor poor tackle play demolished this Florida Gators offense in 2023. Uh, whether it was penalties or whether it was injuries or players just playing poorly, like Austin Barber and Damian George both played absolutely awful in 2023. And I understand that there's, I mentioned, uh, Austin Barber the other day, and there were a lot of people in the comments that were just like, he was playing hurt. You can't fault him. He was playing hurt. Here's the thing. One, I can respect actually one, uh, everyone's hurt when they struggle, right? That's how things work Two, I can respect playing through injury. If you're not going to be a liability through the team to the team, but if you're going to be a liability, just sit out, man. Like just, it's as simple as that. Just sit out. If you're going to be a legitimate liability to the team. Um, So there's that, but also Damian George did not play well at right tackle, played better at left tackle than right tackle. But guess what? Still didn't play well at left tackle. He was someone who struggled mightily. I don't know if the Florida Gators coaching staff plans on moving Damian George to guard. I know that many people, myself included, think that he would be better at guard than tackle. But I also feel like for a lot of guys, it's just when you're bad at tackle, they want you to move to guard. Um, And I think that that's where a lot of the, the fans came from with it. I don't know what the plan is. Um, Personally, I, I, I think that he's significantly better. I think he would be significantly better at guard than tackle. A lot of it is that his pass protection is just yeesh. Um, his pass protection is bad. He's great as a puller. Let him pull. Guards pull more than tackles. Let him do that. Uh, so I think that Damian George should be playing guard. Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon allows you to get creative with that. Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon started with left tackle. Move Austin Barber back to right tackle have Damian George a guard. Or you can keep Austin Barber at left tackle if you choose to do that and have Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon start at right tackle. And then Damian George could be a backup for both spots. He could be your swing tackle. That's always a positive thing to have on the team, even if you're not a fan of him, even if you don't like him. If he could play both tackle spots in a pinch, there's value there. Um, looking at the defensive side of the ball, it's Joey Slackman for me. And I know that defense had more people that you can make the case for. But for me it's Joey Slack. And I think that what he brings to the table as a pass rusher will help this team tremendously. Um I think that if you look at last year it was Kelby Collins the second most or uh Caleb Banks had the second most pressures on the team with 24. Kelby Collins had the third most with 20. They were well behind Princely who had I think it was 42ish. Um well behind Princely there. And a big part of it was that there was nobody like a big part of that princely didn't have more was that there was nobody really there to help out like like it was princely and then no one and so you can isolate princely where people often talk about oh where was princely he went ghost um you could isolate him as an offensive scheme whether that's tight ends blocking running backs blocking whoever may be and then there was no threat from anyone else to be a pass rusher and so I think having Joey Slackman added, and yeah, like you lost the production from Princely. However, you've got young edges that are willing to step up and able to step up. And I do think will step up. I think both Kelby Collins and TJ Searcy project out well for the remainder of this season. But having Joey Slackman there on the interior now means that you can have multiple combinations of defensive lines, even linemen and pass rushers. You can have your edge group, whoever that may be. Again, probably going to be TJ Searcy, Kelby Collins, uh, Tyreek Sapp, Justice Boone just thrown in that mix. Then you look at, and Jack Pyburn, assuming he's healthy. Then you look at the interior. It's Cam Jackson, Caleb Banks, Joey Slackman are the main three that are going to be playing. In which case you can have Caleb Banks at the nose and Joey Slackman at the three tech and have them both there when you're in an obvious passing situation. You can have all three of them on the field at once. I've talked about that before, where you can have Cam Jackson play the nose, Joey Slackman play three tech, um, have Caleb Banks play the F or switch that with uh, Caleb Banks at the three tech and Joey Slackman at the F and then have whoever's at Jack there. And and you've got three solid run defenders, a lot of size and pass rushing potential there on both sides of Cam Jackson. Uh, Because that's also one of the things with Cam Jackson if you can get him in a one-on-one, he could probably at least push the pocket. I don't need a lot of pressures from him. I need you to just be able to push the center back up into the quarterback, and not even into the quarterback's lap, but just condense the pocket a little bit, Uh, because so often in 2023, when the edges did get around, quarterback could just step up, make a throw, and there was nothing on the interior. So I think Joey Slikman's a big addition there. Uh, Also, I've said this, I think that slackman's presence on the interior next to cam jackson will improve linebacker play it's going to give your linebackers cleaner lanes to shoot cleaner tackling uh cleaner pursuit angles cleaner tackle lanes and just improve your overall defense so i think that nobody really brought that to the table defensively so that's why for me joey slackman is your most valuable addition from the transfer portal on the defensive side of the ball just because and i love pup howard ace turner sure they don't change the defense on multiple levels the way that joey slackman does because even if you have great linebacker play that doesn't make your defensive line play better right you have great safety play that doesn't make the players in front of them play better what it does do though with a great defensive lineman added like joey slackman improves play behind them and so for me that's why that's a huge addition there. We're going to talk about the rest of the defense specifically right now because I do love the approach that Florida took in the transfer portal attacking the defense, but first we are going to get a quick word from FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl week. We're a couple of days away at this point and we're going to celebrate FanDuel, America's number 1 sportsbook. I can't wait. Let me tell you. I've been texting and, and tw- Twitter DMing and just looking through everything I possibly can to try to get these insane props that they have and these insane bets that they have for the Super Bowl because they're awesome. Like I mentioned, the fastest ball carrier one is sick. Punting props, like longest punt props is ridiculous. I love it. I'm, I promise you I'm betting on it. I haven't decided what yet, but I promise you I'm betting on punts. That's when punters are people too and I am betting on them. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a win or 25. Who's to say, who's to limit you, right? New customers, join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks again for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. Every day, we are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're talking about the rest of the Florida Gators transfer portal class defensively right now. We'll get to the offense later. But defensively, I mentioned Pup Turner or Pup Howard in the last I mentioned Pop Howard and Asa Turner, so I just mashed them together. Uh, I mentioned Pop Howard in the last segment. I'm a big fan of what he brings to the table. Linebackers were bad in 2023. And again, I, I've said this where, like, I don't blame Scooby Williams for not being good at linebacker. I blame the coaching staff for playing him there when he was so clearly... Not built to be an SEC or NFL linebacker at that point, which you can kind of mash that together. Like if you can't play linebacker in the SEC, you probably can't play it in the NFL. Um, not to say that you can't be a linebacker elsewhere and succeed, but if you do go to the SEC and you don't play well at linebacker, you're probably not going to be an NFL guy. Uh and I don't think the Scooby Williams was at off-ball linebacker. Pub Howard, I do think it is. It was a true freshman last year. Played rotationally for uh, South Carolina. I think that with his skill set and his versatility, he kind of helps open up this defense a little bit. And by that, I mean, first off, you've added Ron How- Ron Roberts from Auburn. Uh, I'm just going to keep adding Howard or Turner to the end of every name, apparently, while talking about Pup and Asa. Um, you added Ron Roberts as your linebackers coach, and he's going to be the, the head coach of the defense or whatever absurd titles you gave him. And I think that that helps your linebackers a lot because Austin Armstrong kind of looked like he was punching out of his weight class last year. Now you bring in Ron Roberts, the guy who, who built this defensive system that Florida ran under Patrick Tony, and then under Austin Armstrong. And obviously those were like the two wild ends of the spectrum of Patrick Tony is a far, far, far too conservative play caller. And Austin Armstrong at Southern Miss was far, far, far too aggressive. And then Austin Armstrong kind of tried to rein it in, and it just didn't it just didn't click like that. And I think that Ron Roberts can kind of help him put that together, and I think linebackers are a big part of that, where Scooby Williams did a good job rushing the passer last year. Florida's linebackers did a good job. Just off-ball linebackers did a good job of rushing the passer, shooting the gap, and just firing in, really. Just, just running in with reckless abandon at – the quarterback or running back, whoever's in their way. I think pop Howard is better than Scooby. I think he's more versatile than Scooby, more athletic than Scooby, better size than Scooby Williams. I think you upgraded there. And then you also added in a great defensive mind to the linebacker coach room. Not that not that uh Jay Bateman wasn't a good defensive mind, but that you've improved that significantly as time has gone on. And, and with the hire of Ron Roberts, and if you've been listening to this show, um, been a huge fan of Ron Roberts since the Louisiana days way before uh, he was ever way, way before he was with Baylor way before Billy Napier in Louisiana ever had the connection with Florida. Um, so a big fan of Ron Roberts and what he brings to the table. And I think Pup Howard kind of helps that, that combination of not just Pup, not just Ron Roberts, but both of them coming into the linebacker room improves your play significantly, especially next to Shamar James. Secondary, you added a lot. You've added Asa Turner, DJ Douglas, Trickweez, Bridges. I gotta say, I'm a fan of adding all three of them, because mostly because I do think that they can all move around a little bit. Asa Turner can play both safety spots. DJ Douglas can play safety and slot, and I believe Trickweez Bridges can play both, although he's expected to play more safety uh, for Florida than anything else but I think adding all three of those guys gives you valuable experience that you desperately needed in the secondary. I would have upgraded corner a little bit, because um, that's still a spot that struggling probably this year. Uh, I'm not super high on what they're going to be this year. Great youth, but man, no experience in Atsalia. And I've I've said this before. You don't really know. Like when you're projecting that many guys to suddenly perform well, odds are some of them aren't going to live up to the hype. That's just that's just statistics. That's just how that works. Um, but I do think that adding all of them does help you a lot, kind of speed up the process because you can even look to safety play last year where we go, oh, Jason Marshall allowed 24 yards per catch last year a lot of that could come down to safety play as well. Him not as in safeties not being in the spot that Jason Marshall thought they'd be in not to give him a mulligan in any way, shape or form. Um, but just a better chemistry, better play all around will elevate your play on the boundary. If you have two high safeties and you take that deep shot, Asa Turner's got a better shot of getting there than Bryce Thornton. Not, not a knock on Bryce Thorne. He's a true freshman last year. Um, but Asa Turner's got a better shot of getting there. And I know that Jaden Hill Perform pretty well given the expectations, but overall he was still average at nickel. And I think having Sharif Denson, DJ Douglas there, I think Sharif Denson should start. Um, but having Sharif Denson and DJ Douglas there gives you a little bit more comfort in that star spot. And then I, and as you added George Gums Jr. from uh, from, well, committed to Cincinnati, I think it was. Um, and then coming to Florida, played tight end, moving to edge, moving around. Um and I'm I guess I'm skeptical to see what he's going to be. Just just gonna be completely honest there. Skeptical to see how he's going to work out and what he's going to be at the SEC level at edge production not there. Cause again last year was his first his first year playing on the edge. But I don't like I I think it's a weird ad. Uh, it's probably the most skeptical I am of any of the transfer portal additions, offensively or defensively, just because I don't know where he slots in this year if he's going to be able to contribute based on his film last year, not too much. But then you talk about, oh, the the potential, and you go, yeah, well, he also brought in a lot of youth over the past two draft classes. Uh, so I'm not sure where George Gums really slots in immediately but I'd, I'd imagine he gives you some depth. He gives you some athleticism. And again, I'm a fan of banking on potential. I just, I'm not sure really where he slots in long-term, but again, maybe it's just one of those guys where you go, get some athleticism to the room, get a guy who can contribute rotationally. And that's all we care about. And if that's what it is, then Hey, I'm not going to complain about rotational depth that can contribute and won't, uh, won't shoot the team in the foot endlessly, like we saw quite a bit with Florida in really recent years. Uh, it's been a consistent issue, but we are going to flip to the offensive side of the ball. Before we do that, we are going to get a quick word by Game Time. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy to buy tickets on all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now. All users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket for this Sunday night with code Vegas100, V-E-G-A-S. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices. Views from your seat is a huge part because, especially at baseball games when I went last year to the Mets game, I hate buying a ticket and then going there and one of those huge metal columns is blocking off some of my view. Like, oh, great. If they hit it to right field, I could see. But that's it. I'm, I'm not going to know the pitch. If, if they make contact, no idea where the ball is going. So that's one of the reasons that I do love game time. They've been fantastic. And my experience with them has been awesome every single time. I just want to point that out. Take out the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Right now, all game time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. Terms do apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket this Sunday. Or if you're not going to the game, use code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. To wrap up today's show, we're talking about the offensive additions in the transfer portal, and there weren't many. More defensive heavy than offense, which is fairly understandable considering what the hell the defense was in 2023. It was just, again, I've, I've said it before, the past like three years I've come out of the season going, that was the worst Florida Gators defense I've ever seen. Um, and now it's three years in a row that that's happened, which is wild to me. Um, but offensively, I'm going to start with Devin Manuel because I talked about him before, the offensive tackle from Arkansas. I know when he came over, a lot of people went, oh, you know, uh, a starting experience, he was supposed to be the starter at Arkansas, and then he got hurt in the spring ball, and then he he wasn't the starter anymore, and then towards the end of the year, he got put back into the starting lineup, and so he's a starter. I'm not too quick to make that leap, partially because, like, we've heard that story before. Like, we, we've heard the story before of – Oh, he was a starter, and then he got hurt, and then he wasn't a starter. And people are fine just chalking up like, was a starter, got hurt, Did't start, so he's a starter. And Jalen Kimber taught me a very valuable lesson of he was supposed to be the starter, He got hurt, and then he wasn't the starter. And then I go, when he was healthy. Why wasn't he the starter? Like when he got healthy, why wasn't he the starter? Because Devin Manuel was rotating in. He was rotating in, and, and then he didn't have the starting spot anymore. Um, or and then he took the starting spot towards the end of the season, which is fine. Like when he when he played, he played well. But I do have to say, if he was that good, wouldn't he have just been the starter once he got cleared? Like, we see that all the time, right? Of a guy getting banged up and then missing a few games or missing camp. And then when they come in, they start. Like, that, that's something that happens frequently. Like, a starter gets hurt. That's fine. Backup's in for now. And so I think for me, I'm like, okay, well, Devin Manuel was a starter. And then he got hurt. And then Arkansas' coaching staff made the decision of saying, hey, actually this this other guy might be better let's keep him in so i'm not out on devin manuel i'm just i'm just not gonna go oh he's a starter right away i do think that he's got you know a year of give him a shot like like i think that you give him the shot this year you put him into fall camp and you say or spring ball and fall camp and you say hey man if you can take a starting spot you take it like not gonna stop you here at all i'm just not the, all aboard the the train of just, he's a starter, you got him. Um, That's a bit dramatic for me. Uh, Chimray Dike is another one wide receiver from Wisconsin, who I do think is going to play more than, more than uh, probably some people anticipate. I think that he adds valuable experience to a wide receiver room that right now, kind of desperately lacking it there. And of course you do have to talk about that there is the, chemistry between shimari dk and graham mertz from when graham mertz was at wisconsin because again that that was a thing like that was a thing where when uh when graham mertz was there we were like and came over like man that was rough and he had a rough supporting cast well his favorite receiver that wasn't a tight end from that supporting cast was indeed shimari dk um which I'm a fan of the the limited film that I've watched of Chimere. Uh He, of course, fell off this past year where he just didn't have chemistry with someone like he did with Graham Mertz. Like his last year with Graham Mertz, he had almost 700 yards. He had uh, six touchdowns, 15 yards per catch. Like he, he was a very valuable weapon for Graham Mertz. It's just 2023, he wasn't as significant a part of the game plan. And maybe that's the offense changing because they had a whole new coaching staff, obviously new quarterback with Graham Mertz not being there. Uh, They threw to the running back more. It was a whole thing. They threw to multiple, like they went spread offense a bit and it just wasn't what worked for Chimere Dike. But last year under Graham Mertz, he was a leading receiver. He was throwing the ball down the field, which is like a wild thing to think of that Graham is throwing the ball downfield or we didn't see that happen much uh, for Florida with Graham Mertz at QB, but could happen if he has trust in someone like Chimray Dika and he has that kind of chemistry with him as well. And you look at, you've lost Ricky Pearsall and so many of us go, okay, Eugene Wilson is going to be a, an even bigger part of the offense and he's going to get rid of that gadget goal or that gadget role. Maybe he keeps the gadgety type role, and and Chimory DK is more the fill in for Ricky Pearsall as opposed to Eugene Wilson the third stepping into Ricky Pearsall's role, and someone else stepping into Eugene Wilson's role, or, or having multiple people, including Eugene, play that Eugene Wilson role, whatever it may be. I think you've added talent to your wide receiver room, though. Uh, and I think you added some of that your quarterback trusts and your quarterback has chemistry with, and you take that 10 times out of 10. Like, I- I'll take chemistry there over talent sometimes if we're being honest like i, I don't care if it's if chimer is not a top 20 wide receiver in football he's got great chemistry with graham mertz he's gonna get the ball and he's going to be in a spot where graham mertz knows he's going to be in and trust him to be so I'm, like julian edelman was never at any point a top five receiver in the nfl but tom brady had chemistry with him and relied on him so that's a big plus there uh and the last player the florida added offensively was clay millen who from Colorado state quarterback, wasn't really someone that, or isn't really someone that I'm expecting to ever really make much of an impact just because why would I like, like he was nothing exceptional throughout his career. He uh, was backup in 2023 and in 2022 was their starting quarterback uh, and, or well, got hurt in 2023 and then never came back. Um, but Clay Millen is not someone I'm expecting a ton from, but again, you just need an experienced backup because as much as you may like DJ lagway, it's not ideal if there's an injury to go, okay, true freshman quarterback. You're our only option now. And then a bunch of walk-ons. Uh, so adding Clay Millen was important there. And I think he knows that, Hey, if something were to happen to Graham, he's got an opportunity to play. And so I think that that's kind of what he looks for. Um, I wouldn't expect much from him anyway. He can take off running and pick up some yards on the ground, and I guess that's an added bonus for him, or at least that, that's something that he can bring to the table that you don't really have right now because Graham Rips does not take off running. But even then, it's not like Clay Millen's this insane athlete. It's just he can pick up chunk plays when there's scramble yardage available. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free. Reviews in the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Florida Gators football for Lockdown Gators. I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Giants, Country, and NFL 33. And as always, I'll see you all next time.